Thank you for that uh, discussion. And I also just would like to stress that, as you can see, uh, this is presentation Jenny has uh, contributed to a lot because Jenny and I have been doing a lot of these workshops and research together. Um, and uh, she will participate in a lot in the discussion after also with her expertise. So she's right here. Um, what I would like to say first is that for many of you, I guess pearls is something you're familiar with. But I also guess that there are some people in the room who has not heard about pearls. It would be interesting to know how many has never heard about pearls. <coughs> there are a few. So we'll just give a little outline of what pearls is, a little bit of background on the project. And uh, we will also then go on and move on to what we have been actually doing and the aim of this uh, research study. But I would also like to start this presentation by acknowledging some of our supporters because as you know when you're doing a research study you have a lot of good support and in our department we have had particularly support from Ian Mentor and Vicky Murphy and Judy Seba which all have contributed a lot with their expertise. Judy Seba, as you will know, she has been working a lot with knowledge exchange before and um, also Vicky Murphy as an applied linguistic uh, contributes a lot to our project as well as Ian Mentor who was at the time, he was a, a director of professional programs uh, at the University of Oxford. And you will also see our non-higher education knowledge exchange partners and you will see a variety here from teachers and also um, different uh, members of, for instance, the Knowledge Center there from um, Norway, Selve Lirjur, who actually uh, has been engaging quite a lot with us over this uh, uh, time we have been working on it. And I will also mention that uh, we have Pearl's National Project Manager in uh, Pearson, Grace Grima, with us here, and she continued to support us after Kate Thomas stepped down for her, from her position. So there's a lot of people who have been supporting this project. But what is PEARLS? Uh, PEARLS is the Progress in International Reading Literacy Study. It is conducted by International Association for the Evaluation of Educational Achievement, IEA, in Boston. And as many of you will know, this is another organization than OECD. So for those of you who have read about PISA, <coughs> that is an OECD-funded project, but this is actually funded and um, organized by a different organization. This is a little thing which is important to remember as the history of those two organizations are completely different. And if we go back to the 1950s, you, uh, when there was a meeting in Hamburg in 1958, uh, an organization, UNESCO was a part of it. A lot of researchers met and actually discussed how they could develop studies which could look into uh, comparative international studies. Uh, PEARLS was then a part of, of what was coming out of that organization. Um, you can know that this study is collecting data from around the world every five years, so it's a five-year cycle, and they collect data from pupils when they have had four years of schooling. And the main focus is reading literacy, and they collect data both from booklets with uh, tests which are testing reading <coughs> comprehension, and they also test, um, they also ask questions to pupils, teachers, school uh, head teachers. Uh, and also to homes. They do not do that in England, but there are uh, questionnaires also collecting data from their um, parents or guardians. And in addition, we also have some uh, context curriculum-based questionnaires collecting data from each country so they can compare. You can know that uh, England has participated from 2001, 
uh, and the only thing we're not participating on is the so-called e-pearls, which are testing the pearls electronically. <coughs> uh, so we are working collaboratively uh, with Pearson on this, and we also have then uh, regular meetings with the Department of Education on how to carry out the and conduct this research in England. If you look more into the framework for PEARLS, you can go online and you can find all this information uh, available in PDFs which you can download and you will see that they are trying to test reading <coughs> comprehension uh, by looking at reading and different purposes for reading. So you have, for instance, reading for literacy experience, to what degree students are doing that, but you also have reading to acquire and use information. And then the processes which are tried to be tested uh, is also about interpret and integrate ideas. It's a focus on retrieval and evaluate and critique content and also to make straightforward interferences. So you will notice that a lot of these skills and strategies are something which a lot of the different curriculums around the world includes in their reading um, comprehension. More background information. Uh, if you look at this, um, you will see that we have mentioned that there are <coughs> test uh, booklets with questionnaires which asks pupils about, for instance, their motivation to read, their parents' interest in schoolwork, and that would be typical questions asking them if their parents are asking them about what's going on in school. Uh, and then you will have uh, teacher and classroom characteristics, which ask the teachers about uh, how they organize and design the teaching of reading in classrooms, and also whether the teachers are actually feeling happy about their career and motivated, um, we can almost say motivated, for their, uh, for their work. And then you also have school and head teacher characteristics, which is more asking questions about the uh, policy of the school um, and looking into leadership of the school to see if you can find anything there and link to the other information and data. And finally, as we said, the curriculum features for, na for international comparison. Um, <coughs> when we looked at all this data available, and as already said, uh, Jenny Lenkett is really the expert in this area. Before she came to uh, our center, she had been editing a book comparing, I think it was 12 countries, uh, and what they've been doing uh, with PEARLS data. Uh, we discussed this, that there's a lot of information from these studies, and PEARLS actually have even a teacher questionnaire data. Uh, very often, uh, PISA is criticized because we do not ask teachers in PISA about how they uh, instruct uh, their teaching, but in this study, in PEARLS, you also ask the teachers. And we were kind of discussing that from a research perspective, there's so much knowledge, I would even say that uh, Jenny has just led a review where we were uh, looking at all the peer-reviewed articles published on PISA and one of the things she is writing there is that we almost have like a data graveyard and that expression just says something about all the data which is available but it's not used at all. It's almost like it's a problem. Researchers know about this but it's not very much which is knowledge among practitioners. So if we, for instance, go to the media, we can have a look, and this is typically what the, uh, reaches the public. It's all about ranking. Unfortunately, very often it has been negatively framed that England, for instance, is not doing as well. Um, England falls in reading league. But we really want to go behind the rankings. 
So we also know that there's a lot of information available which could be useful for teachers. And back in November 2014, when we started discussing this whole idea, is it possible to have a more and better knowledge exchange of data from the pearls also with practitioners? Then we started the conversation, what could be done? We knew also that, for instance, the teacher unions were uh, discussing uh, pearls. But as you can see from just this information here, very often that was also focusing upon ranking. Because, of course, when teachers are faced with these charges that they're not doing their job properly and the results are not as good as they should be, then they need to step up and do something for their teachers. So, the question was, if information available is focusing upon rankings and attainment gaps, what can we really do as researchers to do something more useful? And then we had this idea, which were based upon how is it possible to go beyond the rankings and discuss how can we share information from these studies and see whether there is any way we can use this material and discuss together with practitioners and also ask them what would be helpful for them from these studies. If they were given access to the information we had, what kind of questions would teachers ask us about these studies? And is it possible then to close the knowledge gap as we identify the knowledge gap between the uh, data available and, and what teachers knew about these studies? So we were thinking, um, is it possible to use this data better as Judy Sebe had been uh, writing of in her research? Research is effective at disseminating its finding in research community. We know that. I mean, we, we write all the time. We publish these articles. But these articles are not picked up by teachers, necessarily. I mean, I know some do, but not the majority. <coughs> they don't have time for it either. The negative is there is an insufficient understanding of how to engage users in research. And then the question is, um, is it possible to do something about this? Because really, both researchers and Practitioners need each other, but we need each other on different levels. So sometimes you can almost say that as researchers, we do not necessarily know what the practitioners will think of as important research and uh, knowledge for them to use and act upon. So we ended up writing a proposal and uh, Pearls for Teacher project was originally supposed to be from May 2015 until October. We have been allowed two more months to work on the dissemination. Uh, and we were successful in this proposal where we focused upon evaluate how other countries have been engaging with practitioners. And also looking at how teachers understand Pearl's findings to identify what is useful knowledge for teachers and also to develop practitioner material to support teaching together with practitioners. And that could also be facilitation and online engagement. The thing is, um, if I have to say that Jenny coming from Germany and myself coming from Norway, we had a lot of um, experience how we could do this. So when I'm going to uh, share some of the information, I will start with Germany and Norway. And of course, um, in Germany, teachers and school leaders receive information directly relevant to their schools and classes from PEARLS. And that is also extending discussion to teacher unions. And in addition, teachers and school leaders can attend <coughs> courses and receive help to interpret the results. And as you can see, that 
immediately help teachers to access the knowledge and make sense of it. There's a project called Eagle. Uh, Pearls, Germany, uh, Igloo uh, Transfer, Development of Resources to Teach Reading Comprehension based on Pearls' concept of reading literacy. And all this is then more um, knowledge which is accessible for teachers right away. In Norway we have had a similar approach and again I will also add PISA because the, the researchers working on both PISA, Tim's, Pearls are also collaborating in Norway. Sometimes they even have conferences where they share their information at the same time. You have a situation where researchers, for instance, at the Norwegian Reading Research Center, uh, publish books about pearls. They include it in the teacher education as knowledge how to understand and critique these studies. And they also have workshops with teachers and school leaders and reading researchers so they can more better make meaning of the results. If we go to Hong Kong as another example, uh, you will have integration of findings from pearls and implications in teacher training programs, just like in Norway. And uh, there's also uh, seminars and workshops there as well. The same is found in New Zealand, where there are national reports distributed to all participating schools, and where you also have symposiums uh, including that include different stakeholders, such as primary school teachers and head teachers. So, based upon this, we discussed how can we do better? What can we do to engage teachers? And we decided to start by having workshops where we invited teachers from schools uh, who were allowed to spend some of their time with us and contribute to this knowledge exchange. And we had eight teachers from different schools in the south of England uh, who discussed with us how to understand the Pearls data. And one of the things which uh, Jenny started with was actually to give an overview of this study and to present it. And I have to say, we even started with having a presentation and then we uh, presented it to some of our colleagues. I look at Natalie Wisher here, which has been a teacher herself um, and now is a researcher. They were feeding back to us how we presented it to help us to present things in a way which is better for teachers really helpful to do, be able to do these things. Uh, we also uh, shared some findings uh, from previous Pearls uh, national reports in England and then we had discussions around reading passages from Pearls to actually discuss different aspects of it including the questionnaires to better understand what would be interesting for teachers and, and also to get their view on it. And uh, if you go to our online website you can follow our project you can see the first teacher group which was here and we, here is also the place where we will publish uh, publications who will come out of this project so two things which we flagged up from uh, the background knowledge in pearls 2011 the report said we have a wide distribution of scores in england the highest attending pupils were among the best readers in the survey but the lower attaining readers did less well than the weakest readers in some other countries. And the wide range of achievement was characteristic of England's performance also in 2001 and 2006. So this is something which we constantly uh, see as a challenge, to put it that way. The other things which we shared is that England had one of the largest proportion of pupils reaching the advanced international benchmark. There were significantly higher proportions at each benchmark in England compared to 2006, 
but the proportion of pupils failing to meet the low international benchmark is similar to the proportion that do not achieve level three or above in national curriculum tests of reading in England at the end of primary schools. So also uh, our centre is really interested in looking at uh, both disadvantaged students, students with English as an additional language, uh, and we're really interested to follow up these results and see what's coming out of the 2016. Uh, results. So we were also interested to hear what the teachers thought about this uh, when they were thinking about their own schools and their own students. And just to give you an example of how pearls actually look like, we showed this text passage to our teachers. And this is just an introduction of a story. It's an African tale. And if you just take one minute, just read the first paragraph, you will get a feeling of what these students are reading at uh, year 10-11. So this is an <coughs> a tale, but you also have other texts which are more like this, which are presented with illustrations and which also tell more like factual knowledge. Um, and this is about a giant tooth and fossils. So you will not notice the difference in the text these students are providing. We also shared with the students the framework which shows how the tests are um, marked. And for a lot of the teachers, that was one of the things they were really interested in discussing. Because here you will see the giant tooth mystery, an item, um, and then you will see that uh, it's actually looking at the purpose, acquiring use information, and process, making stride for interference. And then you can read what is seen as acceptable response according to the PEARLS framework, and what is seen as unacceptable response and then marked with a zero. And one feedback I can tell right away is that very often when the teachers looked at these tests and really looked at also the marking scheme, very often they did not exactly agree on the marking scheme. So immediately that triggered a lot of conversations around their own, uh, around their own teaching. So what did we find from the first workshop? We were really interested in ident identifying useful knowledge for teachers. And uh, when we asked teachers what kind of research questions they would uh, follow up if they could uh, have that done, what they were interested in was, for instance, do text in the form of more traditional storytelling, like an African tale, might disadvantage students from lower socioeconomic background further because they might be less <coughs> familiar with the style of writing? Are boys more interested in informa information, text, or certain content than girls? And also, questions relating to learning environments. How does teacher motivation and interest in teaching may relate to the student's own interest <coughs> and motivation? And how is the use of computers for reading related to reading interest and motivation? Are there differences in the relation for boys or girls? One of the things which really Jenny and I were struggling with, and Jenny saw it over and over again, because Jenny was running a lot of the analysis, and we <coughs> discussed it, and she said that very often the challenge is that the teacher's interests are not very often aligned with the data available. So they came up with a lot of interesting questions, but we didn't have data who could address the questions. And that and the, another thing is, to be fair, uh, as a researchers, we uh, are constantly formulating research questions. 
as a teacher you do not do that so it's also really challenging to be a teacher and come up with research questions so that was also something that we in a way kind of negotiated and sometimes it was more thematically what they were interested in and Ajane and I went back and said okay we can formulate this research question and then we came back to the teachers and said this is what we can do. But follow up from workshop one. One example, how does reading to children affect their enjoyment for reading as an aspect of the lesson itself or as a program end of the day reading? Because a lot of the teachers had this kind of end of the day reading for their pupils. And uh, after analyzing the data, this is one of the outcomes. So for instance, if you ask pupils to read silently on their own, data show that there's positively related to pupils liking of reading. Pupils who always speak English at home but have few books. On the other hand, pupils' confidence in reading, boys with few books at home, um, that also has a positive uh, relation. Given pupils' time to read books they choose on their own, not related to motivation, or liking or confidence. None is related to overall reading achievement scale in the PEARLS data. Another example again, if we go back to this African tale, Fly, Eagle, Fly, we also did some other analysis and discussed with the teachers. I'm just showing exactly the same which we showed to the teachers. There's one question asking, what did the farmer set out to look for at the beginning of the story? And you see it's a multiple choice question. And then you can see from the data in Pearls 2011, the difference between boys and girls. And you can also see the difference between uh, the boys and girls who are always English and sometimes English as uh, the language. There are small differences, we have to say that, but still these, dis these um, numbers also triggered discussions among the teachers of what they think thought of. And it was very interesting because one of our schools has a large <coughs> group of uh, pupils speaking English as an additional language, so that also uh, triggered some of the discussions. Another way of presenting information to the teachers was this. Pupils liked reading Fly Eagle Fly by number of books at home. Just like in PISA, in Pearls, there are questions where the pupils are asked to check off how many books they have at home. And as you can see here, there's a difference here between the one who has the report 0 to 10 books and the one who says more than 200. And if you look here, did not like it at all, you will see that there's a 10% of the students here who, who report they did not like it at all. So you will see small differences here. Other things we discussed with the teacher again was gender differences. The same text and we discussed whether the students would like that at all. Um, and then finally we looked at pupils report of frequency language use and you have the pupils who have always speak English at home and sometimes English at home and you see that there's a tiny difference here as well. Um, that the, the students who speak English sometimes it's above 40% but you can see it's over 60% for pupils who always speak English at home. Uh, for applied linguistics I guess that's not a surprise but at least this is in the data we have and this also initiated good discussions with the teacher so what do we do about this another findings is to develop practitioner material 
Uh, one of the things we discussed a lot was, okay, uh, we know teachers are really pressured for time, but they also want something, and they want something which they can grasp quickly. And then the idea for them also was that, what if they had a poster, which they could have in the classroom as a reminder of good practice? So based upon that, and also based upon the teacher's interests, uh, we developed two posters. And just to give you an idea, this is not exactly readable, but this is one of the posters which are trying to show teachers both background for the PEARLS project, what we know about re learning to read from research, what kind of data we find in PEARLS, and also we try to hear, show something about what you can do and what kind of positive relation it has for interest in reading if you do oral activities in the classroom. It also says something about writing activities and the re positive relation to motivation to read for pupils with few books at home. So here, this plus here means a positive association. And then, just down here, we just have a little bit of the results. Um, and also, our research suggests, we just made two suggestions. And for those who know a lot about reading research, they will see that this is nothing which is kind of new, but it's kind of supporting what we already know from good practice. Another thing which we are doing is, uh, I'm afraid I can't click on this one now, but very soon you will c uh, be able to go to our uh, online website and click for updates on PEARLS. Uh, here Jenny has been giving an overview of the project and we will also have podcasts where we summarize some of the results and also come up with some of the good advice we can give to teachers. Um, and we have also then uh, showed where we have presented our and disseminated our research for other research community. We have a list of where we have presented the project, different places, and we will work also based upon what other colleagues have done. And I'm going to use one example to show what I've done in Australia using the same example as Fly Eagle Fly. Uh, they write small um, books for teachers where they go in and look at the results from Australia and then they show exactly what pupils have been responding to the items and then they discuss and explain the results in an international context uh, showing the examples for Australia and they write about it so teachers can interact with it and we are eager to do similar things. So, what can we do next? Well, uh, we will continue to investigate, uh, together with colleagues, the best way of um, present the results. And also to see how we can interact with teachers. Uh, we will continue to engage online, and we're really ho happy to also <coughs> be here and be able to discuss with you, and we're really looking forward to a conversation around this. And we also hope to work more closely with uh, media experts, which are on the ticket, but that's a challenging one to do well. 
And we're also interested in having a conversations, which we already are having with some of our um, researchers here in Oxford. I'm really pleased to see also Kate Nation here today, who has been having some conversations together with Vicky Murphy and Maggie Snowling and us about the big question, can pearls support teachers in their teaching of reading? Is it possible at all to do something more around this data than what is currently done? And then long-term goals is to improve cultural feedback from pearls and other studies. What is fed back and which goal has the feedback to practitioners? And does it align with the, what the data can tell us? How can we best give feedback? And here's also um, words such as trust and reception and usefulness is coming into play. Because as probably many of you know, <coughs> a lot of teachers around the world have resistance to these studies based upon what we showed you initially, that they're facing all these rankings in the newspapers and the media. And unless we go beyond the rankings, a lot of teachers will not be interested in uh, working with these studies at all. Also, um, what kind of channels uh, of international reach can we use? I mean, we have already have been discussion with IEA, which has been really interested in the project and would like to uh, con uh, continue a conversation of how to use this data better. And we are also continuing having conversation, for instance, with the Norwegian Research Council and the Knowledge Centre, because that's a country where they have a lot of experience engaging pr both practitioners and researchers at the same conferences, and they make use of this data to a larger degree than what we have seen here in England. But it's, we're very open for discussing the whole idea because it, this is really challenging to do well. And then, of course, a discussion point is, is it a mismatch between teachers' interests and research ideal of publishing significant results? And I probably should go back <coughs> then and leave the floor a little bit more open to Jenny as well. And I think, I ha didn't put it up here, but I have a real big question around these studies also. Uh, and I really wonder how can you make better use of this data? What of the data is possible to use for research? And is it possible to use this research also in a continuing exchange with practitioners? Because at the end of the day, it has to be something which can support learning for the pupils in the classroom. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I'm. Um, yes. Well, th thank you very much. For this fascinating talk. Um, I want to come back to a finding from your first work.